In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. really do love that song. <laughs> I like it as well. It's the first time I've heard it today. Can't nobody tell me nothing. What up, Jade? Hello, how are you? Welcome back, listeners. And, and Lil Nas. <laughs> and Lil Nas. And for all you out there who are like superhuman, welcome back, viewers. So thank you for all the ghosts, <laughs> etc. out there. All the supergirls with the x-ray vision or whatever it is. Nice. What have you watched this past week? Me? Mm. Well, uh, what me? Oh, thank <laughs> you for asking. Me? It's great. I just I feel feel loved right now. Um, been again. Been watching a lot of uh, New Japan's Grade One G One Climax tournaments. That's kept me very busy. Um, as you know, Jade, I'm working on a short film, so I've been watching quite a few short films just for a little bit. Nice, inspo. that's good. One that only one that really uh, deserves mentioning because it was really well done. Is a little short film called The Fence. The Fence, okay. Uh, so referencing The Just Fence. Just a YouTube thing? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I believe the director, writer was William Stone, a young British dude, sort of set in the 80s. Um, and essentially uh, the movie was just young dude who's working hard, buys himself a motorcycle, motorcycle gets stolen. So The Fence being like the, the term for a place to go to buy and sell stolen goods. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was just a fun little movie. Uh, kept on the theme of watching British films, so I watched a movie called Scum, set in the seventies. Okay. Very fucked up. Watched a movie called Made in Britain, set in the eighties. Well, actually, made in the eighties. Both. Yeah. Made in the seventies. <coughs> made in the eighties. Uh, not as fucked up. Still mm. a little fucked up. Watched Aquaman, which yeah, I borrowed nice. from you. you. You thought the music was a weird blend. It didn't fit the film. Right. Like even the end credits song was just some random pop song. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I will now when I rewatch it. Yeah. But did you like the film though? It was alright. Yeah. I found it strange when they talked like underwater. It sounded like it was echoing. I was like, this is weird. Okay, but Amber Heard. Yeah, she she looked great as a redhead. She did actually. You didn't tell me Nicole Kidman was in it. Uh, is that a bad thing? I don't know now. She's only in it briefly. Her fight scene it starts awesome. I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was cool. It was very cool. Jake the Mustard's in it. Yes. Willem Dafoe. Yes, yeah. Dolph yep. Lundgren. And a nice bit of CGI there, which we know Marvel do well, uh, to make Nicole and her husband look younger in those opening sequences and then do a little natural makeup for later on in the movie. But so why would you bring Marvel into it? Because they did the great uh, CGI of the young Tony Stark mm-hmm. in that sequence. It's very, very impressive. So it wasn't at that level, but... It was obviously utilised. Yes. What else do you watch? The Call, your favourite <gasps> Halle Berry movie, I just think. just thought you'd rewatch it. It is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. recently. So good. I, I re-watched that at the end of last year with Vivian. It was good. And I watched my go-to movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, but which one? The 1990 release, the original. 1990. I'm the best. You original were, and you the were best. four at the time. Yes. Would you have seen it not much longer after that? 
I probably As a kid? first saw it knowing that I like knowing what I was watching when I was about six. Yes. And I actually think it was nice. just on telly kind of thing. No, and that's dudes in costumes, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Jim good. Jim Henson costumes. Nice. He, he did the puppets for like Muppets and stuff. That is cool. Hmm? I have not seen that film in a very long time. <laughs> it's a good movie. You should watch it. You got it on Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. It's one of it's really hard to watch it on Blu-ray now. Oh. Uh, no, and I mean I mean this just because it's been pointed out to me, so oh, it kind of okay. ruins the illusion. But uh, you can sometimes see the dude's actual real human faces inside the mouths of the turtles because Blu-ray is like really crisped up the oh, picture. Oh wow! Where I never saw it before. Oh no, <laughs> so that's so like, bizarre. Damn it! <laughs> I can see a face damn in there. It. And I'm just looking at your preacher comics there. What network was that going through? Was it who? Uh, Amazon? Sh- no, um, The Boys. Oh, I forget. Yeah, one of those. Another oh, streaming service. Whatever you've got. I yeah, think. Amazon. Yeah. And I'm like, so my friend's going to be living at my house for that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to smash it all out and watch it. I'll make you watch it too. Yeah, I'd actually be keen for that. I do like Carl Urban. Yes. Yep, good. And it's just got Jennifer good. Jason Lee in it and I know how much oh, you love she, her. I don't mind her. <laughs> She's the mum in Atypical. Yeah, she's cool. I don't mind her. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I. Did you want to know what I've been doing? Did you watch Good Time? <laughs> it's been another week. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee's also in Good Time. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's happening. I will try and watch it. We're hoping to get internet uh, on a holiday when I'm going now. on soon. Yeah. Hoping now. What kind of bullshit <sighs> is that? You know what, Jade? That's it. Get out. I'll watch it by the end of 2019. No, um, you said you were going to watch it this artist. Yeah, I've got so much time. I'll watch <laughs> I it. I know. They always go so fast. It's like a weekend. I hate it. Um, anyway, I have not watched Good Time yet, but it's at the top of the top five list. <laughs> I am reading the Throne of Glass book series at the moment by Sarah... Mass, M-A-A-S, uh, was recommended to me by a few students, but also a few Probably celebrities via Mass, yeah, um, via Twitter. So I'm on book one, I'm halfway What's through and I'm loving it. Throne, throne of Glass, throne and it's of about glass. a female assassin. It's hey. really cool. Um, What's her name? Uh, Selena. Is that an alias or is that her actual no, name? No, that's her actual name. Her alias is Lillian, Lady Lillian. Um, a I was jewel hoping thief. she'd have a cool nickname like Sidewinder. No. Sidewinder. <laughs> no, no, she's got to um, basically try and become the champion for the king. She's got to win this big tournament, beat all the other 30 men who are vying for this spot to get out of prison, essentially. She's been kept as a slave for the last year for doing something we don't know what yet. Um, but she's been trained as an assassin since she was eight. She's 18 now. There's at least five books in the series and a prequel that's just come out. And everyone I talk to who I know reads books has read it and really enjoyed it. So I'm look and I'm from page one already into it. So looking forward to hopefully smashing the rest of that book out. Oh um, yeah, sick. The next week. Nice. I finally started because it's been on my radar for a long time. It was just a matter of accessing it. But I started Handmaid's Tale. Right. Um. Again, that's a it's an MGM production, but it's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu, but I bought a bunch of Blu-rays a few weeks back and I could get a $25 one for free. Handmaid's oh. Tower was 25 bucks. Grabbed it knowing I was going to watch it for sure. And I'm six episodes in to the 10 that are in season one. Are you enjoying it? 
Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Currently, I borrow it off you because yeah. the only reason I haven't watched it is because I had no access. Yeah, exactly. And season three is currently on air, so not that far behind because it's that yearly wait. Um, it's heavy AF um, in a lot of ways, but heavy really cool. And our lady. That's right. Our lady Yvonne Strahovski is in it. Is she? And um, is she a Handmaid's Tale? She's not a handmaid. No. Oh. So Elizabeth Moss is a handmaid. She is the wife of Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, however you say his Fiennes. name. It's Fiennes. And their handmaid is Elizabeth Moss. So he's bonking her to try and get pregnant because Yvonne, I forget her character's name, cannot. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's good. So I've got no idea where it's going. People are like, it's interns. It's rated very highly. It's all these things. Critically acclaimed. Etc. So I'm getting well, my way through that. It was based on a book. Correct? A book by Margaret Atwood. Yep, of the same name, and so they've just sort of taken that into effect. And she. It's like pseudo futuristic. Yeah, dystopian. Right? Yeah, set yeah. in the future. Yep. And weirdly enough, the author has pointed out in interviews that all the things you sort of see in that, as far fetched as they might be, have happened at some point, point in history. Yes, yeah. So. Um, the latest episode of a Telltale type game that I'm playing, Life is Strange Two was released in May and I only found out two days ago that it was available. I paid for episodes one to five. I paid for the oh, full right. game. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Like ages ago. So when the episodes come out, all I have to do is download it for free. But you don't get a notification to say, yeah, it's out. And That's a dick move. It didn't automatically update as a software update. Fair go though. So I just stumbled Any across it. DLC yeah. that like... I yeah. come across that you don't get up like you the only way I find out about it is if I'm on Instagram or Twitter or something yes. and it's, people are like oh yeah love the new year yeah and I'm like you're like what why didn't, why didn't <laughs> tell me why can't it there would be like a flashing thing like now available in your yeah, yeah. PlayStation store kind of like when you go into Netflix and it says new episode you're like oh shit there's some new stuff I can watch so that was kind of weird to only find out you know a month and a half later but boom smash it yesterday I think it was two two and a half hours for each episode so that again is a lot of fun and my decisions affect the outcome of the game. There's two so episodes to come. You played a two and a half hour game. It's an episode. Episode. Yeah. And you still haven't watched an hour and 45 minute movie. <laughs> I can't interact with that. No, I haven't. What the fuck Because I was mean? busy watching, reading my book, watching Handmaids, playing Life is Strange 2, playing a bit of Crash Team Racing again the other day with my little cousin. Um, watching a bit of Planet Earth 2 on 4K. That's impressive. I bought that on 4K. And um, I got into a new band, Sydney-based band called Red Hook with a female lead singer. That's uh, a sick name for a band. Right? Or one name? Or one word, sorry. And um, they've only had like the four songs released, so hopefully an album's coming out soon, but they are sick. I'll play you some later. And North Lane have re- released the first three tracks of their upcoming album, and they are really good. Sick. Really, really good. I so listen to a bit of North yeah. Island quite some time. Oh, it's really good. I think you'll like it because it's that little bit electronic and it's really quite heavy, but it's got a lot of great – in the three songs they've released, some great breakdowns, and I'm like, oh, so good. So I've had them on a bit of repeat in the in the car when listening to music. So that's been me this week. Sick. Good on you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, speaking of playing CTR with my cousin who I – quote-unquote, babysat. She's 11, so there was no baby involved. But uh, she hung out with me on Wednesday while her mum went on <laughs> went for lunch with her friends. Uh, she <laughs> hung with me the whole day and um, 
I showed her a bit of the podcast or played her a bit of it and she loved it. I'm like, here, give us a question. Yeah, question from stuff. a listener. She's listened to five minutes, so that counts. <laughs> nice, nice. And so she wanted to know what, and you haven't heard this question yet, um, yeah. what film do you recommend her as an 11-year-old should watch? Oh, geez, or, that's a loaded question. Well, it is because you just based Tell it on your own childhood. <laughs> At least someone will do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so when she asked me that, I'm like, I already know my answer for you, Lily, because I was around the same age when Charlie's Angels came out. Right. And so when we got back to my house, I made her watch it with me. Did she enjoy <laughs> it? She actually legitimately did enjoy it. It, And I'm re-watching it going, this is so much fun. And I was not much older than her at all when that came out. So that was my answer to the question for her. And she's uh, since seen it. Um, and she's since just gotten Netflix for the first time, like only a few days ago. So she has access to any Netflix film you can think of, but also TV like series. Time. For an 11-year-old? Yeah. Girl? Yeah, nah. Nah. <laughs> the cutoff was the gender, not the age. Nah, well, nah. Nah, 11-year-old girl. I guess you could just go back to what did you enjoy as an 11-year-old, but I'm pretty sure you told me, yeah, you were watching Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Now, her dad's way into those sorts of films, so she probably wouldn't object to watching them. Right. Oh, man. She's watched a bunch of MCU. She hasn't yet watched Captain Marvel or Endgame. So she doesn't need to watch She's a little bit behind. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'll tell her. I'll be like, I'll say the same thing. Oh, you don't need to see Endgame, but you do. Endgame's brilliant. What's wrong so with you? Um, tell her to watch Jumanji. The original. Either or. Now, I don't think she's seen the latest, but she definitely has seen the younger one because it was literally a year ago when I'm like, you should watch this film. And I took the Blu-ray that you're currently borrowing from me to my auntie's house and we all sat and watched it together. That's lovely. So that's a good yeah, answer. All right, well, cool. Yeah, perfect. There you go. What's 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 Liliana. There you go, Liliana. <laughs> a little bit of Jumanji action for you. Good stuff. News and gossip. <laughs> News and gossip. That's right. Did you pick the track, Jade? No. Static X. Oh, no way. Now yeah. that's an old school band. Damn skippy. All right, we got. Who's, who's news and Takawatiti returning to direct Thor 4. Love this news. I love that it rhymes. Thor 4. Thor 4. It's really doing it for me. That's a working title, but I hope it stays that Oh, way. definitely, yeah. Um, we know there's a Space Jam 2 coming with LeBron James as the Michael Jordan of this of the film. Yes. Don't know how I feel about that. And uh, just quietly a little more news on that mm-hmm. is uh, Don Cheadle has signed on to star in Space Jam 2. I did read that somewhere, and I yeah. I feel like I feel like he's going to be like the Danny DeVito of that one. He's going to be the bad, the voice of the bad guy because he's mm-hmm. been doing a lot of voiceover work recently and he is just low-key hilarious. So. Yes, he is, isn't he? He's a, he's a, bit, of a bit of a good bloke, that one. Um, Harry Styles in talks to play Prince Eric in Disney's live action. That's right, we're getting another live action Little Mermaid. How are they going to do that? What? Oh, that's right. They cast a um, young black woman as the Little Mermaid so there's been a bit of... Oh, right. The so online conversation about okay. that. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Um, I saw something as well. You'd know more about this. The, oh, maybe. The 
I've just said, the black lady that's in Captain Marvel, the British chick who's her best friend. Well, she's British in real life. Yes. I've read somewhere that she's in the next Bond movie and then is potentially taking up the mantle of Bond. Yes, correct. This is what I've heard as well. So Daniel Craig passes that title of 007 onto that person Mm -hmm. and our next Bond is going to be a black female. Very young to be Very young as well. Yeah, I was really looking forward to potential Idris Elba, but... Yeah, same, same. I had a friend went on a bit of a rant about all of that. <laughs> like, why do we need a, a female Bond? The Bond needs to be male. I was like, okay, okay, good to know. At the same time, I'm going, we don't need another Bond film. There's This one that's coming out is the 25th film. Are we not done with this character? I've dead set never really been a fan. Like, yeah. Like, I came, when I was a kid... Just have a Bond movie showing up on telly. I know I'd probably not have a bad time. Mm-hmm. It's not, nothing I'd be like, there's a new Bond movie out. You got to take me to the cinema, Mom. I need to see this new Bond movie. I was I got excited when there was Jet Li movies out. I was yeah, like, Mom, Jet not Li. Bond. And then she'd take me to see Jet Li movies because she also likes Jet Li. Who doesn't <laughs> love Jet Li? Uh, so, yes, that's going to be interesting. Um, Jennifer Lopez's new trailer for Hustlers is out where she's playing a Hustler? true uh, real person, a real stripper. And it's a um, a crime drama sort of thing. It's got Cardi B in it, so I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, okay. But she's getting ripped for that, so she's just turned 50, Jennifer Lopez. No way. No shit. And she's got a six-pack, as all 50-year-olds oh, no do. no shit, because she was... She got ripped for it. She was in her early 30s, I think, potentially. No, wait, that doesn't mm-hmm. sync up. When the music career started? Thing. Well, yeah. yeah. I was going to say around the time of Money Train, but the music oh, career, yeah. I think, kicked off after that. It was, yeah. It yeah. was after that, yes. Um, latest steals from Supergirl set, because they've just started filming. She's lost the skirt, ask? and she's her new uniform is pants, but yeah. it looks... Awesome. I have a question. I'm raising <gasps> my hand. Yeah, hello. Yes, so mofo. Supergirl, is she also from Krypton? Yes. Yep. Okay. She was sent at the same time, but her capsule gets knocked how come off of the course. How come she's a girl? How come she's not a superwoman? Uh, she's quite young. She becomes a woman. But Superman was never Superboy. No. But he's older when, like, he's clearly an adult when you see the original films, I guess, from the 70s. Is he, though? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Superboy is like 10, like really ridiculously yeah. young. A boy. Boy. Yeah. Anyway. Correct, yes. Apparently, we're getting a uh, Apollo 11 re-release. Set, um, they're not redoing the film, but they're releasing Apollo 11 because it's the 50th anniversary of the landing on the moon this year. I didn't even 1969 was. when that landed. So I remember there was Apollo 13. But yeah, well, they're re-releasing Apollo, Apollo 11, 11 for all of that. Uh, there's a new Chris Evans trailer out, the Red Sea Diving Resort, where he's smuggling refugees to safety. Um, Don't know why, but that just made me think of Donald Trump. Anyway. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are getting a crossover comic. Oh, sick. They did that live action on a TV show like in the late 90s. Oh, cool. Terrible. But... Oh. Well, now they're putting it into... Uh... Speaking of Power Rangers... Yeah. Yeah. Were... Original, well, not original, but the movie that came out, I believe, in 2017 was supposed to be the first of seven. So the first installment of seven movies made little to no bank. Well, actually, I think they did better than break even, but Mm -hmm. they didn't make as much money as they wished and was nowhere near enough buzz. So they will be releasing another Power Rangers movie, but it's apparently already going to be a reboot. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Because we just had that one from like two years ago. Yeah, it's got ago. Billy from Stranger Things as yeah. as the main guy, Jason. That's right. And he yeah. said, yeah, there's I didn't mind be... that film. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I have it on the old Blu-ray. Like, I actually genuinely enjoyed it. And because I was like, fuck, they're going to release a new movie every year. I was like, I'm on board. Yes. And they fucked me, Jade. They fucked me. Damn it. Yeah. How dare they? How dare they? Um, and the other thing is the Emmy nominations will be a week later when we hear, or a couple of weeks later when we hear this, but the Emmy nominations were released this morning. We still don't know who the host for 2019 is. Apparently that's still undecided. Um, big um, titles like Handmaid's Tale and Big Little Lies who have racked up in the past couple of years weren't eligible for any nominations because it depends on when the show screens throughout the year so that'll be probably in next year's mix it's really weird conditions that's fucking and something so like game stupid. of thrones got 32 nominations something ridiculous a lot of actors have been nominated from amelia clark to lena hetty to Kit harrington who sort of predict but a lot of the um supporting characters amelia as well. clark and lena i get but i never found yeah. like Kit harrington all that i was kind of surprised by that one as well you know, he's, he's was always... Peter Dinklage has won oh, a bunch. Dinklage is So he is nominated up. again. He's one of my favourite hosts from Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. he's so good. I haven't seen any of his stuff, but I'd love to see it. Uh, they, you know that... Um, what's that sh- American show called? Like, Naked and Alone or something? Oh, Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. <laughs> so it's him and Leslie Jones, like, oh. auditioning for it. <laughs> and she keeps calling him Tyrion. And <laughs> it's like, she knows my name's not Tyrion. And it, it's... Oh, that sounds good. I definitely need to see that. Um, But yeah, the Emmys, they air on the 23rd of September. So as you know, I always sit and watch those and see who wins. Yeah, that's a good time for you, I suppose. (laughs) I do like that song. That's probably going to get played. What's our weekly talk? (gasps) We'll play that in the car on the way to... Y'all work. Yeah, I gotta go to work after this. What a Damn. what a bum. Get a job. We're going home to watch Wentworth, the one hundred, and Good Trouble. Anyway, we are up to. No, no, you said Good oh. Trouble. You meant to say Good Time. <laughs> he is not letting this one go. The amount of and that's fine. That's fine. That's Our fine. First <laughs> episode. I gave. This is why we of don't give each season. other of this season. No, first episode ever. ever. No. Yes, mate. No, not when we did the 2019 review. You did not give me that homework. Okay, then it was probably second episode. Or at least I at least said it. It was at least season two, probably. I at least said it off air End of season and said two. watch it so we can talk about it. All right. I'm not going to say anything because I'm just digging my own grave. <laughs> Let's get to our weekly topic because so I, I can avoid this Where's conversation. Where's my surprise snack, you turd? Yeah. Surprise! I don't have one! <laughs> That's a quality <laughs> surprise. Thank actually. you. Um, that's what's going to make it a surprise in the future weeks is you don't know when it's going to happen. Ooh, I like that. Now, our weekly topic this week is alternate, alternate, alternative, whatever <laughs> we want to call it. It's an alternate alternative. Anyway, endings to TV and film. I don't have as much to offer to this as our... Hashtag what would you do different. Friends. MJK here. But he has been pitching the alternate alternative endings for, since... Before we started recording. So he's pretty keen yeah. for this one. What I will jump in on is towards the end, I've got a list on the internet here of alternate endings that were scripted, but then were changed after sort of audience and producer feedback. Like, that's not going to work. Yeah. So I'll share that with you at the end. But, uh, I mean, you ju- must have things that just jump to your head right now. Well, before I get on to like just yeah. changing history or changing stories, mm-hmm. etc. 
just firstly, I've always been opposed to a recasting. Of yeah. Like, it worked brilliantly in Iron Man with uh, Don Cheadle playing oh, yes. War Machine, Rhodey. And I also don't think that old mate, the original guy who played him, uh, what was his name? I actually don't remember. It's the guy that was like in Get Rich, Die Trying. The, all right. The, 50 Cent. <laughs> let's say it was 50 Cent. So 50 Cent was the original War Machine. But yeah, just like those, those I'd, I'd rather it just, you know, just story-wise, it feels better. Like The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton and then Mark right. Ruffalo, who comes in and does a much better job, I must yes. say. But I just, yeah, for that. But yeah, like uh, this is the one I was talking to you on the phone about yesterday when I threw this oh, idea yeah? to you. Was uh, the the death of Sarah Connor also just being off screen? Number three, barely mentioned in is it Rise of the Machines that one? Yes. Yeah. So again, we've got a recast. No Eddie Furlong. It's Nick Stoll. Mm-hmm. Claire Danes is there. I don't think I'd seen her since Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, true. I think I was the same. Uh, and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, where's where's Sarah Connor? And uh, yeah, they they dig up her quote unquote grave, which is filled with weapons. And then, so how'd she yeah. die? Leukemia. It's like uh, you gotta uh, kill uh, off the bossest bitch potentially in uh, movie history, machine killing lady, bitch. Terminator yeah. exterminating lady with leukemia. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty bad. Also, to go into that—that uh, that was obviously the first Terminator movie without Linda Hamilton. Was it James Cameron? I actually can't remember. Mm. So I, I guess, yeah, I guess they were just against having too many women in that movie. And this is why they're like, Terminator, right, the next Terminator, which is number six, Dark Fate, uh, gets rid of all films yeah. three, four, and five so we can follow on from Dungeon Day and still have Sarah Connor. Yeah. Thank God. Gotta love that. So that that would be the first thing. And obviously, I guess they're kind of correcting that with Dark Fate. So I don't mm. know. Yeah, but they are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You know one ending I'll change? Just real quick. No, go for it. Leonardo DiCaprio survives at the end of Titanic. Jack, Rose, that door was big enough for the both of you. Rose, you fucking <laughs> bitch. Boom, that's one that came to mind. Yes, I'm in. Your yeah. turn. I would change that also. I'd have yeah. Rose oh. <laughs> and Jack on the door. Yep. And then... Someone else comes along. Rose, the guy whose whistle Rose steals so to <laughs> get the attention of the boat. <laughs> I'd have him on there as well because... She just basically used that poor dead yeah. guy for his whistle. He deserved to live. I mean, I don't know about that. We don't know anything about his past. He could be a prick. He could be a killer. He could be Billy Zane's brother. Okay. <laughs> Billy Zane was the uh, the prick in the movie, remember? No. He was Rose's Oh, uh, yeah, I do, I do, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were referring to a character. I'm like, no, that's the actor that played the, the bad guy, right? You should listen to your friend Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. He's a cool the Phantom. dude. I'm actually just quoting Zoolander now. <laughs> Oh god, that's always fun. Just throw some stuff at me, Jay. Throw some uh, well, we've at talked me. about Dexter before. Yes. Um, do you remember the ending of 2012? That terrible film. It did have Woody Harrelson in it, and um, oh yeah, he was the John Cusack. He was like the, the what do you call? He was it? Like, like a radio man, like a the, he was the, the hippie conspiracy correct, theory guy. Yeah, yeah, who knew more than the, most those people. Those types of movies always have to have a guy who literally just spells it out for the audience. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what they're there for. Yes. They're essentially telling the characters, but it's 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 for us. We I think to... essentially they all get on that big ship. Essentially like... The Russian guy, right? Yeah, 800 of Russian. them. Russian. 
and they head to Africa or someplace that's not going to yeah, be swarmed I, with water. I often get the endings mm. of this and Day After Tomorrow mixed yes, up. Yes, they're so similar. They're but 2012 came up on a few lists with um, War of the Worlds came up on every list, the Tom Cruise one. How he just hit life's perfect, his son's alive, etc. Yeah, that part, but also how the alien is destroyed. It was the the Earth. It's, it wasn't like... The good guys killing the alien. It was Earth itself that the alien couldn't deal with, and it died on on its own, yeah. like that. And they're like, "No, we want to see the alien, like Sigourney Weaver star. Like she takes everyone out." See, yeah, but I I appreciate the War of the Worlds thing. Like it's mm. it wasn't essentially about them battling aliens. It was just the family like family dynamics and doing, survival. Yeah, doing just yeah, surviving something like that. It wasn't yeah. them directly, you know, taking hey, on. People had pet peeves with it for who, sure. Who was the guy that was married to Susan Sarandon? Tim, Tim Robbins. He was in that movie. He Damn. was he he was essentially the alien in that movie. And who was Tom the Cruise wife? Busted him up. I don't know. She was ex wife. She was in a bunch of things. Amanda Pete. Boom. Shucker. Lucker. I like Amanda Pete. I'm not good with alternate endings, but I know some names. Yeah, Amanda Pete was cool. Um, the whole nine yards. That was one she was in with uh, Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Matthew Perry, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was actually a good a good film. They they did the second one as well. One that came up a lot was well, The Village. Years. Yes. Oh, I don't know why people shit all over Yeah, this. the people hated that that was not a real um village set up that it was people yeah, kind of like Truman style had set that up to well, be no, what it is. It was their lifestyle and they made it that the woods were evil and had monsters in there, mm-hmm. but it was basically they didn't want their kids or anybody to know that they're um they're just the outside world, they don't want them to be a part of it. Like there's the real mm. world's happening and they, they basically live like they're in the freaking Stone Age. So. Yeah. People hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just because they were like, oh, this is a lazy ending. Maybe, yeah. If anything's too unexpected, they're like, but I wasn't prepared for this. I yeah. don't know how to deal with it. It does feel very lazy, I guess, but I thought it was an all right movie for what it was. It's the same thing I tell my students. It's like, if I read your narrative and the last line is, I woke up. It was all a dream. <laughs> I'm going to downgrade you because that is not creative or original. That's Damn like you. the movie The Prestige. Great movie. Great Christopher Nolan movie. And then the ending just is so – it's like the whole movie they're telling you that uh-huh. there's no magic. It's just illusions. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's like psych, magic. Psych. I was like, this is the worst ending in cinema history. <laughs> like, <laughs> how I would change that? I would have figured mm-hmm. out a way to – like, because the whole time I'm like, how would they done this like in the early 1900s hmm hmm mm-hmm. mm. oh yeah it's, there's actual magic mate it's like it exists yeah there's another christopher nolan that came up back um the dark knight rises which is the third one of the trilogy that came up on a lot of lists as well when i had a quick look this morning because <laughs> they bruce is dead or something and then we see him and anne hathaway's character selena okay catwoman um, just sitting at a in, a, in, in a Europe France, somewhere maybe yeah yeah, yeah. like a cafe, a cafe. and then gives gives old mate uh, Alfred the polite Alfred. nod yeah and you're like people didn't like that I guess well a lot of because he foreshadows it Alfred like, yeah you know, maybe one day I'll like just pass you in the street you know or whatever right. kind of thing so being Christopher Nolan people think it's also left up in, to interpretation like is Alfred just like this is what he envisioned this is what yes. he wants to think. And other, yeah, other people just thought it was just legit. Like, oh, that's lazy. Was he Inception? Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Right. Because that was one that came to mind. Because yeah, you have the spinning, yeah. what do you call it? A, I, uh, I was 
spindle. <laughs> a tobble. Uh, tobble. Spindle tobble? I don't know. A spin top, tabletop, something like that. Spin top, I think, works. There you go. That people know what we're talking about. When we say, and it just keeps spinning and then, boom, it cuts out to black and That's credits. Right. And you're like, right. did it stop? Did it stop? That got a lo- on a lot of people's nerves. But I don't know if the answer would have actually satisfied them. And I, I can't not talk about this without bringing up The Sopranos. Are you aware of the ending of Sopranos? Well, it's come up before. And funnily enough, my dad's just watched the whole series for the first time ever because he's at home with um, just had ankle great. surgery. Yep. And someone told him to watch it and he did. He watched the whole thing and enjoyed it. Um, All I know is something like the last shot is them turning a TV off. No. It's fade to black, essentially. Fade to black, yeah. So all of the final season, which I think is six episodes, there's Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of dialogue about death and if you see it coming and how you want to go out Mm. kind of thing, right? So, And there's a couple of moments... In this in episodes where one of the characters is sitting at a, a dining table, mm. and sound goes, and then you just see a splatter of blood over his face, and some dude just got killed mm. next to him, got top. So he's like, a, "I didn't even hear it. Like, you know, you won't see it coming, kind of thing." So Tony's at a diner waiting for his family to arrive. He gets there first, and his wife and his son get there, and then yep. there's a song playing over the top. And his daughter is apparently a horrible driver, so it's her trying to park. They're eating onion rings while waiting for her. You see a few shady characters coming mm-hmm. through the diner door. Then it's his daughter, Meadow, walks in and Tony looks up at her and then <clears throat> fades black. Oh. Yeah. Uh, That's it. So you don't get Credits. answers. So someone was there to kill him. If you... Okay. If you... Because I first watched it and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is my TV broken kind of thing? Okay. What rewatched it the whole season had the underlying narrative of oh so if if you look at it like I do, mm. he's dead. The the ending is one of those people in that diner yeah. killed him. And we just don't need to see and it. And there's there's a real odd nod, like there's a guy wearing a members only jacket mm. uh, which a lot of dudes in the in all of Sopranos either are killed wearing a members only jacket or killed oh. someone wearing a members only jacket. Okay. So he's That was another sign. Shady. Yeah, yeah. And there's uh one of the first people that were like hired to kill Tony were a couple of black dudes and there's a couple of black dudes that come okay. in so that you kind of think back to the very first season. Yep. And there's there's all that. And the fact that they talk about death and how you don't see it coming and it's, yeah, it's the foreshadowing of it. And it's yep. fades black, there's nothingness. How? Would you have ended it then? Because I haven't seen the series, so I can't say, but you have. And it's a favourite of yours, yes? It is, yes. Yeah. I I would have made it more obvious that he's dead. Yeah, I would have so it would have ended with that scene? Or would there even be more follow-up of the family grieving? I would have had more, more of a spectacular fashion because yeah. a lot of his crew gets killed off or comatose or whatever in the end mm-hmm. and his crime family is essentially on the outs. I don't know. I, I think... I, I you need to see it happen or not happen for one, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I to know. Definitely, like, I, I think it'd be more answer. satisfying. It's still my mm. favorite show of all time. Yeah, nice. But I, yeah, not as a satisfying ending as it could no. have been. <sighs> um, I did think about because Lo- how would you have finished? How would you have written the ending of Lost to be different to what it was? Where 
They were actually all dead, right? Yeah. So okay. they were essentially in purgatory is what the island was representing. The place before you go, yes, your soul you goes to, to heaven or hell. or hell. Right. So How do they even set that up? I don't so even know. Th- this is what everyone g- mm-hmm. often got so confused about okay. by the ending is characters die, which means that's them fully crossing over. Yes. But then in the end, they're still like, they all go to a church or something. Yeah. And that's representing them leaving purgatory. But oh. all those people are still there. So it's like, they've just been hanging out mm. for seven seasons. For a long time <laughs> on an island. Not even, yeah, like, it just, was a church, but they were envisioning it as well, an they island. Were, they were off the island at this point. And I can't even remember how they got there. Like, because I watched it religiously when it was out. Then yeah. I, th- I was working Thursday nights when it used to be on because I used to be a slave to the man and watch TV when he told me to, you know what I'm saying? You the man, Miss Mullins? You the man, Miss Mullins. Um, yeah, and then I kind of forgot about it and then yeah. I watched it all again on Netflix. And then I, Oh, it's I, on there, is it? It was when was, I watched it. I don't know if I've seen it. I haven't watched it at all. But I do know, like, the main thing is, like, I think you go into that series going, let's watch these characters struggle to survive and try and get off this island and it, deal with each other in the meantime. It was Abrams' first successful TV show. Yes. From memory. And the whole, oh, what can you do? They're on the island. And then each episode you'd, you'd get an insight to that a character's life before the island. That's right. And that was a format he stuck with Three with flashbacks. Um, other shows he did. Like there was oh. some show where there was no electricity left in the world. And oh. It was kind of like futuristic. And then he did a movie that was based in Al- oh sorry a TV show based in Alcatraz, which I think only lasted twelve episodes and had no ending, which I really enjoyed. Oh, but they did okay. the flash back and forth, yeah, which was interesting. But uh, yeah, um, I honestly have no idea. I I mm. just I would have. Would you make it be purgatory? Or would you make it be an actual island and they somehow I survive? Would not have, I would not have done the lazy. Oh, they're all dead. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Or it was all a dream. <laughs> I would have just said, yeah, the, the island is some kind of power source to the rest of the world. That's how all these people have been brought together. Because a lot of them knew each other or had their lives impacted. They were connected and that's yeah. revealed over time. Yeah. And it's right. super interesting when you think about it. Yeah, definitely. I'm always for the justice and for the win. Yeah. So I'd be like, let's get them off the island. But obviously there's going to be a couple of expendable people along the way for whatever reason. Which is fine. Because they're not good people. They make the wrong decision, blah, blah, blah. Um, when you said, when you spoke about the Sopranos and not knowing whether he dies or not, but assuming he probably did because of all the signs, kind of reminded me of, like, remember the ending of The Strangers? Yes. Where they're both tied to the chair. They've been stabbed already a couple of times, I think. You've got the three Bleed out. bad guys Bleed there. Out. Yeah, the guy with influenza and... <laughs> Potato sack man. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely had influenza B or something. Um, and they sort of just asked them, why are you doing this to us? And they're Cause like, because you, you were home. And then it sort of just pulls away and goes to credit. You're like, what? We're not. Are they dead? Are they going to survive? Are they going to finish it, the job? Or are they going to walk out and see if they can live? Is it like a little bit unsatisfying as well? Not knowing they're definitely dead or were they left to sort of maybe make their way out of there and down 911 <laughs> but we'll never know because um it went straight to credits and number 2 was unrelated to that it was another um home invasion so I actually haven't seen I actually haven't seen number 2 but it's not the same characters well, it's not the same main characters. It might be the same baddies. I was going to say, because I think, because I have no interest in seeing the second no. one. No. Um, but I th- 
feel like it was the same or similar masks that yeah, they were wearing. Yeah, so maybe the bad guys are the same. Like, oh, cool. I wonder how that ended, actually. I'm um, a bit curious to know whether it was open like that or if we knew for sure. Nope, these are that, the main people and they are dead. <laughs> what if the sequel was like direct from that? And it's just two hours of them bleeding out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Get your ending. Yeah, Yay. well, that would have been one end. Because like two hours later and then we just... Like, <sighs> last breath. The last and breath. And a post-credit scene of them going like... <gasps> oh, they're not dead. And then you get... And then you're back to square one. Three. Oh, no. And then them on the way to the hospital. But the person driving the ambulance... It's the guy with influenza. But you kind of expect a little bit more from a uh, horror because I remember end of I know it, I still know what he did last summer. She gets dragged under the bed. You're like, oh, there's gonna be a third one, so we can get. No, oh, she survives. Well, you, you were supposed to get one, right? And that's why. It's gonna be called. I still know what you screamed last. That's summer. That's right. You did mention. You've mentioned this before. Yeah. Therefore, they. I'm assu- I'm assuming they would have changed the ending to that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Otherwise, yeah, I'm not sure how else you would do that. Um, See, that, that's one thing. That some movies that I just wish got more sequels or spin-offs. Yeah. Like, for me, I'd love to have a Mighty Ducks movie where they're all grown up, but have it like MA to R-rated. Like yeah. some of them have got severe drug problems, dealing like, you know, marriage is broken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like only one of them's maybe made it to the big time. Just a couple of them yeah, are still just... Yeah, realistically, that yeah, probably would have been the case. Just in the minor leagues, just... Doing it for fun, quote That'd be unquote. cool. And they try to get the gang back together. It's like a reunion, is. really. Yeah, but yeah. Like really fucked up because it's like, yeah, this ain't Real Disney dark. no more, bitch. Yeah, just go through someone else so we don't have to <laughs> have the Disney experience, I guess. And we'll call it just simply Ducks. And the, the cover and promotional poster can be a rubber duck. <laughs> and everyone will be like, what is this? Kind of like Teen Titans are just Titans. Mighty Ducks are now just Ducks. Yeah. Is your phone um, dial still a duck sound? Yeah, it is. Right. I remember when you were living with me, when your phone would be called, someone was calling you. I'm like, what the (laughs) heck is that? I couldn't work that out for a while. And then whenever your mum was ringing, her name on the screen was Birth Giver. Yes. (laughs) She's still that in your phone? Yeah, I changed it a few years. Well, probably about a year ago, I changed it to The Creator. Uh. And uh, she was like, I don't want that kind of power, you know. (laughs) I was like, okay, I guess it's going back to birth giver. That's hilarious. Yeah. Have you seen the film Lucy with Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I'm a proud owner. That of came it. up on a lot of lists this morning as well she because turns she turns herself into a disc drive. Yeah, yeah. Thumb <laughs> <laughs> drive. Like what? Surely that could have been achieved differently. Um, I didn't. She self sacrifices herself. Stupid that like until mm. I yeah right. I've brought this up before. I, I do a lot of my research for this kind of stuff uh, by watching a YouTube channel called What Culture. And they were just bringing up like unsatisfying mm-hmm. endings and whatever. Yeah. And then, like they're British, so they just they, there's a lot of banter. So they're like, she turned herself into a pissing thumb drive <laughs> and hands it off to whoever the guy is. Morgan um, Freeman. Morgan, it is Morgan Freeman, yes. Sometimes I was going to say Samuel Jackson, but I was in the Marvel world. It's the there. one with freckles. <laughs> Samuel, uh, I know who Morgan Freeman Samuel is. It's God no from Frick. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, he is well, the vo- he, is he is God. The he has the voice of God and the March of Penguins, which I love. Um, I remember being dissatisfied. <laughs> just shush. You this- said last week you're like, I don't give a shit about penguins. I just want to listen yeah. to Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I discovered through Mo- Freeman's voice that I cared a little bit about the penguins. So I'll just put that out there. 
Um, I remember being dissatisfied with the ending of True Blood because that was about seven seasons long and I know, I just felt a bit incomplete because they just kill Bill. <laughs> kill Bill. Um, my auntie was well into it as well. She's like, well, that was dissatisfying. I can't really remember why. Other people were still alive and different people had paired off with different people. Like Anna Paquin's character had obviously remarried someone else and had kids with them, but you don't see who that person is It's because that's not important, I guess. It's like, oh, man, her and Bill should have ended up together. And I know he's a vampire and all that, but... They still could have been together for the duration of her life, Buffy Styles. Um, but I just remember that was dissatisfying. And I guess the way I would change it is just to not jump into the future like that and just have... Oh, a lot of shows do that. Dawson's yeah. Creek did that Oh, well. Charmed did it as well. Friends didn't. But that worked really well for Charmed. Um, um, Parks and Recreation, jump way yeah, into the future. I really didn't like that. Maybe a little too also, far because it was like 2073 Essentially because everyone kind of got what they wanted like super duper happy okay. ending. Yeah. yeah i was just like this is this is like a circle jerk right this this feels like a bit of baiting click baiting sort of thing yeah. um have you watched the paley fest panel of the parks and recreation cast from three months ago jade you know it's you, on youtube you're the one that watches panels it's so good though because it's a reunion and I'm all the cast saying, are there and you love that show i'm not saying i it's won't really good. enjoy it but i'm you it's my thing, panels. yeah, because that reminds me as well. Comic Con, I watch San Diego's happening this Conan weekend. Conan O'Brien when he interviews yeah. like Aubrey Plaza. Yes, that's that's my bag, baby. Well, Aubrey Plaza is on the panel, so that's I a know, good lead in for but you. But you can't see her; she's hiding behind a table. No, they're Paley Fest is there. They're in high director chairs, so you can see all of her. Oh, that's lovely. She's got the gams out. Yeah, she's those lovely dress. legs. Yeah. You have to watch just for the intro because she's out first. All right, and then she just flips the first chair over <laughs> that she walks past. There's a line of 15 chairs. She sees she's the first one at the very end. She just goes, boom, flips it, and the host is like, what's happening? Um, she's such a dick. So he goes to pick it up, yeah. And then the last one to come out is Jim, the one that gets shit from everyone, or Jerry. Jerry, sorry, not Jim. I think his name Jim. Jerry. Yeah. He has like four names in the yeah, show. That's they the change joke. His name, yeah. And he walks out and there's no chair for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they actually have all of these sort of they're very much their characters, so it's a very interesting panel. But maybe that is an ending we wouldn't have done. Yes, we want to satisfy the audience, but we still would have got that note. I just would have loved if Ron Swanson just I don't know, they did something that was just all about him. Cause no one watched the show for Amy Polar or Aziz. Or even that treat yourself. Even that guy, what's his name? The one that's Chris plays Pratt. Star Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They watched that show for one person and one person <sighs> only, and that's Aubrey Plaza. And ah, I agree with Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron. Ron Swanson, the trumpet man. Trumpet? No. That's not a trumpet, it's a saxophone. That's it. That was pretty right. pretty funny, but it was a good panel to watch. Uh, probably jumped, as you said, too far into the future. And maybe tried to honour too much of that. Whereas it related a bit more to Charmed because we needed to know who was going to carry on the powers and take care of business in that sense. So we but needed that answer. Did we need to know that? Yeah. So that then there didn't need to be a reboot. Oh, wait. <sighs> you know that comes up first when you type in Charmed on IMDb? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I guess because it's current. It makes sense. I was in Cotton On it's the other day. in the crotch, man. They have a fucking charmed T-shirt. They're going all retro. They had a Buffy shirt. They have a Strangest Thing one, which I want, but it was only one left. Too big. 
and had a stain on the front of my right. head. Not getting that. But I'm very tempted to get to the charm t-shirt. That's a little side note there. Um, yeah, they were the ones that I had in my. There was the other. Um, there's that Nicolas Cage movie called Mandy. Next or no, knowing. One where he can see two minutes into the future. Let's say it's called Knowing. One it of must them. be. I don't know. Either one. I think it's Knowing. <laughs> he can see into the future, yet it ends with a bloody nuclear explosion and everyone dies. That's how, fucking awesome. How could he not see that, <laughs> that happening? Is so good. Why wasn't that prevented? That came up on lists oh, for that exact reason. Like, shit. what? We went through the whole ordeal of this show just for everyone to die when he could have done something about That's it. That's freaking brilliant. Uh, so that did come up on lists because they're like, he appeared twice for next and for knowing. And they're like, well, Nicolas Cage, he sure knows how to pick him. In his defense, mm. there's a nuclear explosion and he can only see two minutes into the future. What if he's over two minutes away from where the nuclear bomb gets launched? Well, there's that. Yes. So how, that. you can't get mad at that. Nah. I mean, it, it does sound like a very lazy ending. <laughs> Literally, it's just like, how are we going to wrap this movie yeah, up? Let's see. Everyone dies. Ooh, nuclear what? bomb, nuclear yeah. bomb. Lunch. Even if he just did this. see it, he's two minutes behind, he just dies anyway. Poor guy. Um, did you have any others? Oh, not really. Because I did find a list. Um, let's play that list. Yeah, this morning that was the alternative endings of 28 famous movies that didn't go ahead. Um, like can, it says, 10. can you imagine a happy ending for Jason Bourne, Sarah Connor enjoying her jan- her grandchildren, Andy ending up with Ducky, uh, Doctor Strange loves the first one. I don't know, so I'm skipping it. But Terminator Two comes up, so the year is 2029. Sarah Connor is a happy grandmother. This is how it was going to end, and her son John is a senator. Everyone lives happily ever after. That's great and all, but it didn't leave much room for sequels. So the studio preferred dollar signs to happy endings and changed it to what it is known today. Young John Connor was definitely never going to be a senator. A senator, exactly. That seemed a bit of a stretch. This was quite an interesting one. Um, The original screenplay for Rocky actually has him accepting money to throw the fight against Apollo Creed, who would have been Jamaican, by the way. I don't know what that's got to do with anything. And then Rocky uses the cash to help Adrian open a pet store. (laughs) That is terrible writing. And it goes so dot, dot, dot. Good script editing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, you don't need to take that anywhere. Um, Yo, Adrian. Um, there's Clerks actually comes up on the list. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. Because um, depressingly, Clerks originally ended with Dante getting shot and killed by a robber. Oh, yeah, I do remember that yeah. that was originally how it was supposed to be. Because the whole, I'm not even meant to be here today. Yes. It was supposed to be like a really, like, uh, if you didn't come into yeah. work. Yep. But Kevin Smith said he ended it that way because he didn't know how to end it otherwise, which is quite interesting. Um, but when his two mentors informed him that the ending was just a huge Debbie Downer, really, um, they end the movie just before he is killed. So they've obviously haven't changed it in that sense. They've just, they just edited it edit to edit it before that right. actually happens, which is quite interesting. Um, I Am Legend, have you seen that with Will Smith? Uh, I've deliberately not watched it because he kills a dog or something. <gasps> yeah, he doesn't have a choice. It's really bad. Yeah, um, never seen it. Is it about like post-apocalypse yeah, or something? Yeah, he's, he's like one of the own, only survivors. Um, um but at the end of the version that was released, Dr. Neville heroically blows himself up and a bunch of the, they're called Dark Seekers, 
um, saving Anna and Ethan, two other characters from the film, but giving them the cure before he goes. Critics didn't care for the ending, but perhaps they would have preferred the one where Darkseekers break into Neville's lab because they're looking for the female Darkseeker he's been experimenting on. Once Neville realises this and gives the female back, the rest of the mob backs off and Neville realises that the infected just see him as a murderer of their own kind. And then it ends there. Like, okay, that's not really great. Fatal, Attract- um, Fatal Attraction, Little Hop of Shop-, Shop of Horrors, Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. How was the uh, the first there? ending showed, obviously we know they um, famously go over the edge of the cliff, but the ending showed Thelma and Louise's car it was a tumbling off the canyon. Yes, you're right. That's how it does happen. Um Getting pulverized in the process. Harvey Cattell's character finds the Polaroid that blew out of the car and looks at it as a helicopter heads down into the Grand Canyon to survey the wreckage. As you probably know, the updated ending is a wee bit more hopeful. We see their car drive off the cliff, but not the aftermath. I'm like, they're still dead though. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see <laughs> that. Oh, in quotation wow. Marks. <laughs> that was... Anyway. It was one of Brad Pitt's first films, was it not? Yes, it was his... Breakout role, as they coined it then. He was a fuckboy, basically, wasn't he? Yeah, he was real pretty. Very, very young. Who's he swoon? Mini Driver? Is that her name? No. No, Gina what's Davis, her name? Gina Davis, you dickhead. No. Oh, Gina Davis and Mini Driver. I don't know why. It's the big curly hair. <laughs> she often rarely get has big curly hair, but... Well, okay. this she does. Gina Davis. Yes. A League of Their Own. Yep. yep. Mini Driver. Film. British. Yes. I know her from Will and Grace as well. But I don't, I don't know. I just get them confused. You just do that sometimes. You well, can't help it. At least they're white. You know, they're saying some racist shit because it's your people. <gasps> now, here's one we watched. Seven. Studio execs preferred an ending that didn't result in any heads in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least, not any human ones. Instead of the ending they went with, they wanted to soften the blow by using the head of a beloved family dog instead. Brad Pitt stuck to his guns and said it was Gwyneth's head or no head and no film at all. <laughs> I do think I saw that on the IMD trivia when we were rewatching it that day. But yeah, he's like, no, this is what it needs to be. That's the brilliant. The, 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 the studio's yeah. like, that's too brutal. No, no. They probably thought, oh, people are going to tell their friends not to see it because of the morbid ending and then they're not going to make money. Although we did learn the fact that it was the seventh highest grossing film of that yeah, year. A bit of trivia for your... Livia. Livia. <laughs> you see what Trump said during the week? Oh, God. The kidney is the key to the heart. <laughs> Did he actually say that? <laughs> yes. Fuck. He means emotions, but he's such a duke. Um, Return of the Jedi is on there. Princess Diaries, Blade Runner. If you've always been disappointed in the voiceover that originally concluded Blade Runner, you're not alone. Harrison Ford hated it too. It was later removed from the director's cut, which obviously... People have seen since. I've only ever seen the director's cut. Oh, way. No yeah. way. So you haven't seen the voiceover, is that we're saying? Yep. Oh, wow. So other ending options included Deckard shooting Rachel, Deckard shooting Rachel because she asked him to, and Gaff chasing Deckard and Rachel as they drive off. And that probably just sort of ends there. Now, Titanic. What? Instead of aged Rose... You know, we see yeah, a future yeah, rose yeah, yeah, yeah. quietly dropping her priceless heart of the ocean bauble into the abyss. The original ending had her giving a seriously cheesy speech about life being the only thing that's priceless. Then she launches that sucker overboard as Bill Paxton laughs manically, flashing some dangerously crazy eyes. Like, a little less heartfelt, I guess. Um, 
did they robbed Bill Paxton probably signed yeah. on for that movie so he could do that. Just for that scene. And he's like elbowing <laughs> yeah. his, his mates like, yeah. wait for it, wait, wait for, for it. Ending. And then like it's rolling credits. He's like, he's like no, no, it's coming. What? I swear. Alien. Even after the movie had started production, no one knew exactly where Ripley would be when the edits rolled. The script went through multiple rewrites and multiple finales were written up. One of Ridley Scott's ideas was to have the xenomorph bite our heroine's head off then record a final entry in her log using her voice. That would have been kind of fucking cool, actually. <laughs> Producers thought it was too dark and would only provide additional money for filming if the alien bit it in the end instead. The other alien. Right. Uh, the born identity could have had a happy ending with Marie. Instead, execs decided to end that first film by adding one more tragic event to his long list of tragic events. She dies? I can't remember. I thought she died at the start of the second one. Possibly. No, it has to be the end of it then if they're saying... Well, is that not... Maybe that's what it was meant to be? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit... The Shining, National Lampoon, Gone with the Wind. Heathers! Have you seen that back in the day? No, no Winona's in it though. Is she? It's... um, Heathers is Shannon Doherty, isn't it? I thought it was Winona. She will look that shit up. And the last one there is The Lion King, which is topical right now because the live action just came out yeah, or is the, out tomorrow. What was the alt for the... the um, Scar still meets his much-deserved end, but he burns to death instead instead of being ripped by ripped to pieces by the hyenas. So during their big battle, Scar throws Simba off a cliff saying, good night, sweet prince, a nod to Hamlet. However, Simba's fall is broken by a tree and Scar is engulfed by the flames. No, I, I, yeah, I like the hyena thing. Yes, yeah, because it's like the other animals are getting their revenge. Yeah, yeah, by also taking that he back through them under the bridge. You, well, yes, under, I don't under know. The bridge. Such a good cartoon. I really don't want to see the the live action. Yeah, I've, it's on my to watch list for like stuff. The cartoon. Yes. Rewatch, nice. Yes, because I was actually originally wanted to watch that, but I decided to watch three Toy Story movies back. back. <laughs> you actually watched them in the same night. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, uh, I think the longest one of all three, I think, is like an hour and forty-five. The other two, oh, maybe oh, nine okay, minutes. real so yeah, easy. Yeah. To, one of those nights where I put myself to bed reasonably early because it was so freaking cold. Yes. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. My warmest part of the house is the lounge room because that's where the heater is. So I stay there as long as possible. You also got Maggie there who just yeah. cuddles up. Yeah, you know, she does, the body, little bugaboo. Body warmth, spelt with double F. Um, but yeah, they were those alternative endings which were interesting to know about and our conversations for alternative endings. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? How would you alternatively end this right now, this podcast, mofo? I would... Uh, okay, I'm JK. Have you start screaming like, no, put the gun down, okay, put the gun down. And then just like, and then silence. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast at 2Ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time.